I just realized the Olympics was on actually. I saw that Tokyo Olympics right there. You have a tab open. Mm -hmm. That's started? That's going on right now? It's happening right now. I should probably watch some of that. Yeah, go watch your hockey. Are they playing hockey? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. I'll There's find, some other sports. I'll find like, something uh, to watch. It's the first year they have rock climbing, so that's exciting. Right, because it's a summer Olympics. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He screwed me up for a second. There. Like, What's this guy talking about? Uh, but I always like to discover the uh, the sports that I didn't know existed or that I wouldn't frequently watch. Okay. That yeah. can be some peaceful experiences sometimes. For sure. Because you're trying to figure out like the competition. You got to learn about that. Yeah. The scoring yeah. system or whatever it might be. Or oh, some people doing flips and uh, diving off things. And uh -huh. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know which ones I'm talking about. It's a fun Throwing time. things around and. Yeah. Shot put. Because it's only every four years you're going to see these type of things. Mm -hmm. And you have a team to cheer for. Yeah. And, there's, and you have the peaceful commentary. You can just fall asleep on the couch and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like watching golf or something. Yeah. They'd be like, next up, we have our from Romania. And I'm already asleep. I'm already asleep. Mm -hmm. Which Put is great. Right out. That might be what I'm looking for. Yeah. Of course, this doesn't apply to the final rounds and the medals and it's very entertaining exciting I, i'm just for sure i'm goofing around right now macbook air with a 13 inch mini led display on the way for 2022 uh so this is because the air previously wasn't a part of the rumor it was just the pro model mm -hmm. but now the air gets the mini led treatment as well it's mini led for everything over at apple it seems Started with the iPad and then the Pro rumors and now the Air is a part of it. Mm -hmm. It's an odd thing going on with the Apple laptops with the 13.3 inch Air and Pro. There's so much crossover there mm -hmm. as far as performance is concerned. Now with M1, mm -hmm. it's hard to even figure out which one to recommend. And and as you see, even further feature parity, if they, ha if they have the same display options. You also have the iPad Pro. Well, I, I know Apple wants to sell you the iPad Pro, but I still don't really, in most cases, I still, if people ask me, I still recommend the MacBook in most cases. If they say, look, I got a thousand bucks or whatever it is. But what's yours? I don't know. You tell me if you if a thousand bucks to spend. Is it an iPad Pro or a, a MacBook for you? You can only have one. It's got to be a MacBook. Yeah. So why like do the Pro? Yeah. So why do you feel that way? Um, it's just more robust. Just feels like you can do more. I know uh -huh. people get crazy. They say, "No, look at me on my iPad. I do. I'm doing things. I do everything on this iPad." Yeah. The weight's not an issue. Yeah. No, I, it's, it's usually software-based for me. It's the type of applications that I want to use on a frequent basis. There isn't the exact version of iPad Pro, and I know that there's a lot of commensurate apps, but then I got to go, it, there's just got to be a lot of intent there to go and download those and become, if you never learn to do anything in a variety of creative apps and you want to get started on Apple's mobile OS, then so be it, go for it. Anyway, Getting back to this one, yes, mini LED has. It's, I guess it's kind of a controversial technology because there was that ghosting stuff going on. 
like white spots. Yeah, whatever was, and I guess they didn't use the word. I don't remember what halo. I don't remember what, what word they were uh, using to refer to it. But it was this local dimming thing where you would have um, like a white uh, font in most cases, a bright white section butting up against a bright black section of display. So it, you could be watching a movie that has dark and bright, a lot of contrast. And then you would see the glow around it because obviously, unlike OLED, this is not a, uh, a perfect thing. However, it's worth noting that outside of these examples and taking photos at night and people who are particularly offended by such a thing, outside of those examples, the new iPad Pro display is kind of a nice thing to look at. Mm -hmm. And presumably a similar effect would happen for the laptops. And we just don't have, we haven't seen all that much OLED in laptops. So I guess this is the spot to go for now. But I was just recently, I mean, I'll just bring this up because very recently I was looking at an OLED display on a laptop, which was a 15 inch on the, uh, it's a gigabyte Aero 15 OLED is the name of it. Mm -hmm. I got confused there because there's two separate laptops in a the video. There's the uh, there's the Aero 14. It's 4K uh, and OLED in a 15 inch display, so very tight pixel density and OLED. I was just having a time with, with that monitor. Like I was, because I use a lot of different laptops. Well, mm -hmm. there's at my house. There's like a MacBook over there, and then I have a ThinkPad over there, and then there's an HP over there. I just have a lot of different looks. But when you see OLED on a laptop and you're not used to seeing it, because you're used to seeing it on your phone. Mm. You're like, oh, yeah, that's what's missing on my computer. It yeah. just looks great. So, and mini LED almost gets you there with obviously some drawbacks. So, it's going to, for most people outside of the very technical group that gets super offended by that glowing stuff, most people are probably going to perceive it as being a sure. significant improvement on the display, the way the display looks. Today's sponsor, Calm. This is. The uh, the Calm app, you can get it on your mobile device. Actually, you can use it on the web. I mean, there's many ways to get it, whatever is convenient for you. But this is all about chilling out, Will. It's all about uh, staying calm, remain calm. It's always a good idea. You know, it can be hectic out there. Calm.com. Calm.com, ladies and gentlemen. And you might, uh, you know, a, a lot of people nowadays are starting to realize the benefit of having the tools and having the guidance to uh, engage that calm side of themselves in different situations where it can be really beneficial to be able to do so and not lose your cool. Mm -hmm. It could be a competitive advantage. It could help you in your relationships. This can be, I don't know, you ever try any kind of meditation, Will? Yeah. Uh, breathing exercises. Yeah, you know, just man. You know, folding my uh, crooked knees and sitting there and just being aware. You know what they say, Will? They say that actually this could, the, the Calm app could actually improve your performance at work right here. Oh, yeah? I don't know if you knew that. No. Oh. So all of a sudden, you got the mental control on lock. All of a sudden, um, you have mastered your mind. And then you come bring that to the company here. Mm. You think we could see the day or what? I think so. Maybe soon. 
You could be, you could show up here as your best self. Imagine that. Mm, I like that. That's what they're telling me right here. They're saying if if you get in there, that's what's going to happen around here. Biz, business leaders know that healthy, happy employees create successful companies. I agree with that. Yeah. No matter what industry, calm for business can help your employees be their best selves at work. Burnout is in every other business management article these days. But what are you actually doing to help your employees fight it? With Calm for Business, you can take a forceful step in improving your employees' mental health at work. Mm. So Calm for Business is Calm for the Company. What do you think about that idea? <laughs> I think it's great. You have a calm company. Yeah. I want to be there. That's a lovely idea. Anyway, Will's finally checking out the app over here. It's 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 super um, intuitive to navigate and visual and easy. Uh, they have... Programs tailored for mental health and productivity, like their Mindfulness at Work series, for example. Huge library of content. Right now, Calm is offering a free well-being ebook for HR and benefit leaders and one month free after you attend a free demo when you go to calm.com slash Lulater. That's right, a free well-being ebook and a one month free and one month of free service after attending a free demo. So all you got to do is do the demo and that'll get you started at calm.com slash Lou later. You got to go to calm.com slash Lou later to get that deal. Get started today at calm.com slash Lou later. MagSafe battery pack teardown confirms dual cell design plus mm -hmm. plenty of heat shielding. Is this, this isn't even iFixit that did it? No. It's a oh, uh, charger lab. Charger lab beats iFixit to the punch. That's fine. I guess there's many. Look at the way this guy's frame is set up on his video, Will. You see that? Mm. The caliper is there. Yeah, it creates direction. Yeah. He, sort of he, triangle he, look. <laughs> he has created a pyramid. Yes. Shape. And then his hands and the battery pack go in the center. But it also makes the case that he that, that this individual is tech savvy and prepared to do what is necessary you got mm -hmm. the sp the metal spudger tool on the left yeah he's ready to get down and dirty you're very confident in this guy's abilities here and he uses all the tools you know that's fantastic and chapters as well yes it's an eight minute video with chapters how uh -huh. impressive is that hey youtube recently launched an auto chapters feature by the way Oh, really? Yeah, so it's going to attempt to algorithmically figure out the different segments in a video. So they make their own titles, too? I guess so. I haven't seen Whoa. it happen yet. There's a checkbox when you go to upload a video that says, do you want to allow for auto chapters? But I haven't actually seen it pop up on any one of our videos yet. Anyway, so Here's he, a dual battery yeah, he set up here. Mm. And uh, let's see. So each battery is 3.82 volts mm -hmm. um which is combined of 7.262 and the uh milliamp capacity is 1460 1460 so not quite a fill up on your iphone mm -hmm. just a little boost it's an interesting sure. it's an interesting choice the dual cell allows it to charge up faster, I presume. I guess well. so, yeah. Teardown of Apple's new $99 MagSafe battery pack gives us a look inside. 
but also a look at the NFC circuitry and mm -hmm. heat shielding within. Yeah, heat. You're always wondering about heat with these types of devices. Scroll down a little further. Um, 1460 milliamp hour compared directly with the battery capacity of the iPhone. Uh, yeah, what is the iPhone battery capacity? I guess it's around 2,000 on the regular iPhone 12. I'm just curious how much of a refill you're going to get here. Oh, wait, wait. I'm way off on that. Oh, that's the Pro Max. 20, yeah. Oh, well, the 12. 12 and 12 Pro is 28, 15. Mm -hmm. And then the Pro Max is 36, 87. So it's like half. Mm -hmm. Half a fill. And, and they never work that efficiently. So probably a little less than half. What do you think about that? I mean, I know it sticks to the back, and so you're not really hoping for an enormous uh, capacity as far as uh -huh. a power bank is concerned because it you want to use the phone while it's on there. But is that – are you happy with this, Will? Not really. If it, I mean, it's good for a top-up, Yeah. you know. Um, but I figured the battery that size should house a bigger battery. Cause, but it has so much other tech in there. Did you see all those magnets and stuff when they took it off? I guess that's the... <laughs> magnet. Didn't you see that? They don't need that many magnets. Look at all the those magnets. The magnet ring? Yeah, man. Yeah, that, they're, they're, I hear you. There's some depth to those. Those are the strong ones. Neodymium or whatever they're called. Right. Well... See, in a normal manufacturer, which you would just plug in over USB, there's, there's a little less activity going on inside of there so the battery can be a bigger portion mm -hmm. of the overall design but this is about convenience this is about slapping it on the back this is about not carrying a cable mm -hmm. and and being all magsafe style so yeah i think there's a lot of people going to throw this in the bag and just have it sure i can see that but there's definitely if capacity is your thing, just go buy some anchor stuff and recharge your phone 10 times if you really want to. There you go. AirPods 3 are rumored to launch alongside the iPhone 13 at an expected September event, third generation AirPods. So we're not talking about AirPods Pro, just AirPods 3, although they appear from a shape perspective to take inspiration from the AirPods Pro, but still... Uh, with the absence of any kind of ear tip. Mm -hmm. So this is a kind of thing it's hit and miss for people. Kirk complains about these type of headphones. He says they don't stay in his ears. They stay in mine. The, the way my ear is constructed, they stay in there. But they just simply can't produce sound on the level of something that creates an actual seal in the ear canal, like, mm -hmm. the, the, like Apple's Pro model or other headphones that do that. But I tend to find them a little bit more convenient than an in-ear style because it's less of a fitting thing. Yes. You just pop in, you pop out. I like that non-fitting thing because it's just too tight like the iPod Pro you or feel AirPods Pro. Fatigue. Yeah. Any type of suction is, uh, I'm personally not a fan, but uh, most people are because they keep making it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, they keep making this too, though, right? Yeah. They're going to make the regular version as well. 
Uh, I prefer these. There's also a hygiene component. If it doesn't have to stick all the way in your ear, uh-huh. it's a little bit more. I mean, I don't know. This looks like it goes further than the previous model inside your ear, but still there's no mm-hmm. silicone tip. It's a completely plastic design. The case looks very familiar and similar. Possibly a shorter stem. A slightly shorter stem. So, you know, presumably it's going to have improvements all around. Pricing, I would assume, is going to stay roughly the same, 159 I can't, I don't think they would raise it, but they do look a little better. I'll give them that. The angle of approach looks a little better, a little bit pro-inspired. Mm-hmm. So who knows? You might get these, Will. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. You might get those. Apple Music's spatial audio and lossless streaming features land on Android. Wait mm-hmm. a minute. Yes. Go ahead. Um, Break it down for me, Will. But you have to use the Apple Music app. Ooh. <laughs> no, I, it's better than nothing. Yeah, and, and your phone has to work with Dolby Atmos. If your Android device does support Atmos, the next step is to make sure you're on the most recent version of Apple Music. For lossless audio, you can tap the audio quality option in settings and choose between 24-bit 48 kilohertz or 24-bit 192 kilohertz resolution. Lossless audio is different from spatial audio. Yeah, of course it is. Anyway, so these options become available to you. So what you need to have, I guess, on Android is a Dolby-capable device, mm-hmm. and you have to have... You just download the app. But wait a second. You have to have Apple's headphones or no? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So it's not just strictly a software thing. Whoa. It doesn't say that though. Does it? Am I crazy? Should this be an obvious thing? Bluetooth headphones. It doesn't work with Bluetooth headphones. To take advantage, you have to use a wired connection. Oh, so you can use headphones. No, no, no. This, not... this part is separate. This has something to do with lossless audio. Oh. Hey, remember people were angry about the AirPods Max, how they didn't even support it? Mm-hmm. You had to go get wired headphones that were capable. It is, this is a, I don't know how many people are going to do this thing. They just, even in this article, they say it's a little messy. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely messy. So you got to have, meet these requirements. In order to take full advantage, if you want mm. the ultimate Apple Music experience, whether you're on Android or on Apple, you need a wired pair of headphones for the ultimate experience. But kind of makes sense once you're into lossless anyway. Mm-hmm. Another leak claims Samsung's Galaxy Z Fold 3 and Z Flip 3 will be water resistant. Okay, uh, that's a good sign. Remember when the specks of dust were getting under there? Mm-hmm. I'm more curious about, yeah, like the fold. The um, hinge. The hinge part, because I think the first two had a lot of openings, mm-hmm. right? Even though they, they covered it slightly on the fold two, um, I mean, dust can get in there. Yeah, Why I know. Why not water? Well, so, m- but, but when it comes to water... You have those different types of coatings you can put on the board and components Mm -hmm. that even if water does get in, it doesn't penetrate really. Some sort of hydrophobic coating. So, I mean, in a way, maybe the water one is easier than the dust one. A new leak suggests both the Z Fold 3 and Z Flip 3 will come with an IPX8 rating. You know, I was sitting around last night 
talking with some people in real life and they were asking me about this phone. Hmm. I just thought that would be interesting to you because, you know, we were talking earlier before we started rolling about people's interest in smartphones hmm. and how there's a lot of parody, a lot of similarities and the excitement might not be there like it has been in the past. This is one device that gets people talking about smartphones again. The Fold. Yeah. Because people people were saying to me, uh, when's the next version come out? And what's it going to cost? And if they can figure out a way to get the cost down on it. You what, think that uh, the people you're talking to are going to get it? Maybe one out of the three. Really? Why? Is this crazy to you? Um, how old were they? I'm curious. Uh, I'm going to say around 40. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. You have strong feelings here. I just, I really want to get to the bottom of this. What? Wow. Like the fold is an investment. Is, is Any it, kind of flip device. It's going to be le less than the retail price was last time though. Sure. That was the other rumor. Let's just say what? Fourteen hundred more, 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 more. Fifteen hundred. Are you talking Canadian or U.S.? Uh, U.S. Yeah, U.S. I think they were. I think the rumor was seventeen ninety nine or something like that. Okay, so seventeen ninety nine. That's a commitment for. Oh God, yeah, dude, it's a commitment. <laughs> I mean, we're not getting around that part of it, but it, I'm just saying for an audience that's looking to just experience something different. Mm -hmm. There's not options. There's just so few options that provide that novelty in your pocket. Yes. That the smartphone absolutely. once did. And it, funny enough, I don't even necessarily think when it comes to the Fold that it's not doing everything better because it's a he it's heavy, it's a brick, it's got all these mm -hmm. user issues as a phone. But one thing you can't say it that it one say you, one thing you can't say it's missing is novelty. When you pop it out, man, and you crack it open, what the heck? That's a time, dude. Yeah. Are you are you laughing at my presence? I guess they put my video. <laughs> the photo's a little bit serious on their website. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but anyways, this this device makes people giddy. They pull it out and they feel Completely like something agree. different yeah. happened. When you when you open it up, and so the next version, presumably with some improvements, maybe lighter weight, and maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna go find a Z Fold two and start using it right now. Sure, yeah. Before the Z Fold three comes out, so I have a fresher perspective mm -hmm. on whatever improvements they do make. They're supposed to be playing with the material on the inside and some other fact. Maybe it's supposed to get lighter as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go track it down because that thing, man, I don't care what you say. It's fun. It is fun. It's a brick, but, but it's got some fun to it. Yeah. Let's try it out. Samsung's athlete gift bag for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics is pretty awesome. Oh. Uh-huh. I like that phone. That's uh, an S21 with uh, an Olympic theme. And mm -hmm. look at the gold. Like The gold and blue is actually kind of a nice... Mm -hmm combo there and there's a there's an athlete who decided to make a tiktok video out of it just to show off like what he got a goodie in bag this bag okay so you yeah. got the phone got the buds pro 
and it's themed to the Tokyo Olympics. That's pretty cool. I, I think the buds should have been darker blue, though. I, I agree. I think they're just standard buds, but yeah. they have a case with okay. that as well. So they didn't do custom buds, but they did definitely did the custom phone. Mm-hmm. That's a cool phone. I like to take a look at that phone. The Olympic version S21. Yes, they uh, only gave it to the Olympic competitors, which is 17,000 competitors. They gave it to all of them. Okay, so I'm a, so so one of them's gonna put on eBay then. You have to be a competitor. No one of them's gonna put on eBay. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I I like that. I like the little special touch. I think most of them will hold on to it as a collector's item. For sure. Reminisce on their experience at the Olympics and and actually sometimes they do these special editions and they get too carried away, too many colors, and it's not even a thing you really want to use. Uh-huh. But this with the that dark cobalt blue thing going on and then just the gold touch yeah oh kind of classy it's fun yeah yeah so um did you watch any olympics no zero dude okay yeah i was i got home late last night and it was just on and i was like these olympics are happening right now Uh, i don't uh, even remember what the event was oh it was tennis okay i got home and it was the canadian girl was playing i think a girl from ukraine or something around there okay and i just watched a couple uh games just a couple games oh. back and forth and then i fell asleep like i told you it was gonna happen to me. I told, no it was just late it was just late because you can catch yeah. olympics at any hour right is it tokyo sure, yeah. like they're over there in tokyo yeah, you don't really have to follow a schedule. It's just always kind of on, and then there's reruns. There's right always there. something going on. Mm-hmm. So it might have been, I'm telling you, man, it was it was after midnight that I, I got home. So uh, it was inevitable I was going to fall asleep on the couch. I might, I don't even and know. And tennis if, is the one. I feel like I was half, not, I, you want to know something? I fell asleep on yeah. the couch, but not even properly lying down. Okay. That's new. That's how you know you're getting old uh so what was your uh i think my position was like sort i was sort of like in a halfway like a kind of maybe like this okay but mostly still sort of upright sure has that ever happened to you yet as you've gotten older uh not that specific position okay what happened Um, to you i do there's like an l L couch Mm -hmm. i just sit right on the l corner you get in the corner there and uh I get comfy. Maybe curl up. But then but then every so often you fall asleep or no? Yeah. Oh you do. Yeah. You do. Otis is beside me. What's on what's on the display when you fall asleep? Uh probably a food video. Interesting. Yeah. See, that could be relaxing as well. Yeah. Like yeah. a like a strictly dumpling or like a Mark Uh-oh. Weens. Shout out Mark Weens. I don't. Do I know him? A travel vlog. Yeah, I feel eating. like I. I feel like yeah. I've seen it. Travel vlog eating. My kids like to watch that stuff sometimes too. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, food is a is a very comforting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't get to see the opening ceremony. I just I, this thing caught me off guard. This whole Olympic thing. So. But yeah, they they had drones, um, just to show off their technology prow prowess. Prowess. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> nice attempt there. <laughs> I thought there was a, an extra R in there, but I guess not. No, no. Prowess. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Nice word. But yeah, it's uh, very cool. Very cool looking um, 
orb and certain uh, positions. Oh, so, okay, here we go. We got a video clip. Let's see what we got. Yeah. Drones. Drones doing their thing. 1,800 of them. Man, they love the they love the drone show. Yeah. That's cool, though. I, I, I kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of into that. I wonder about the battery life. Every time I'm goofing with drones, I'm, I'm always uh-huh. upset at how little the battery life is. Mm-hmm. I guess they, these people are not worried. They got the industrial. They got the commercial grade. They have to get it right for the Olympics. Man, it looks great, actually. I really like that. So, yeah. The, Swarming. People were just kind of uh, filming on their phones. Drones fly city. to form an image of the earth in the sky over the Olympics. So, yeah, I mean, it's the exact shape of the content. Will, that's pretty cool, man. Uh-huh. Come on, Will. The level of uh, programming that they had to do. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, it's impressive. Good on them. Cool. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz teases super efficient electric car with over 1,000 kilometers, also 620 miles, if you prefer, of range. Well, they weren't too far off of that with the EQS mm-hmm. numbers. So they, they like the range thing. I like the shape of that. It's very nice. Hey, those reflections kind of remind me of our ceiling. Uh-huh. Inspired by our studio here because we had the EQS looking all like that. But what I like here is it looks a little wider in the front end. It seems like it. Maybe it's just the angle. Yeah, it might be the angle, but I think it's looking but like But it a, looks slick, eh? It's looking like a Taycan almost. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So what What do they do? Put bigger battery? Mercedes-Benz is teasing its upcoming car. Today, Mercedes-Benz announced an updated electrification plan included a new plan to go all electric by 2030. The Vision EQXX is ultra-efficient. Uh, when it was first announced last year, the automaker was talking about a range of 750 miles or 1,200 kilometers. So that came down a little bit as far as real-world range is concerned, although presumably the way you drive it matters quite a bit. Uh, if you're one of these... Uh, what, what were the straight pipes telling us the other day? Hmm? Hypermiling. They're talking about how exciting it is to take an electric car and try to really max out the range by... Mm-hmm drafting behind other somebody's gonna take oh, right, right. this vision eqxx and hit some crazy numbers for sure yeah uh, our vision eqxx is a symbol of our ambition to create the most efficient car join us for more exciting news at our mercedes-benz strategy update july 22nd mm-hmm. july 22nd that's two, uh two days ago two days ago <laughs> oh i guess that's when they brought the specs out as far as the new updated range yeah yeah, man, Mercedes he is here now. Uh, this is the stuff. This is the stuff I've been talking about as far as Tesla's concerned and the new the new competition that's out there. The EQS was really cool to check out. The German the Germans are coming. <laughs> I mean, they make I mean they make cars, man. They make nice cars. Do you agree? Yes or no? Yeah, they're coming. Yeah, they are. That's the bottom line. They, it, it's, it's. Everybody is on board with this electric thing, and they're on board with it in a way, with these commitments that seem almost impossible to meet. Twenty thirty, all electric. Yeah, and just not to that think, far away. Like there's so much logistics that have to come into play. You can't just make an EV vehicle. There's a lot of like 
little things like the engineering, the planning, the well, marketing. Well, when you're a big, a big automotive company like Mercedes, and you have the is it even harder? Yeah, you could, you, well, you, well, some parts, yes, some parts. No, you have the dealers, mm -hmm. you have everybody's opinions, you have the customer who. In some cases, you might have commercial customers who buy dozens of units and have a whole expectation of you as a company that you're going to continue to do things the way you're doing. You say, no, 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 you got to be electric. We're all electric by 20, 30 years, your warning. Hmm. But then you have, you have skepticism as well. I just brought up the straight pipes there to car guys. We just had them on a the channel recently. They feel like a lot of these promises are, aren't going to be met and that they're too ambitious. So time will tell, but... If these range numbers keep going up, I think that for sure the consumer demand is going to go up because it is one of those things that people are apprehensive about is range. For sure. You start showing people 1,000 kilometers, mm -hmm. they're not so apprehensive anymore. No, not at all. Uh, okay, so last one. Mm -hmm. um, do you know anything about cockatoos? The bird? Yes. Uh, like a variant of a yeah they talk carrot. yeah they talk they're smart they live a long time right yes apparently they're uh, they're very smart so in Australia they've been using this contact tracing for uh, with these cockatoos and uh, what these cockatoos are doing is they're opening up these uh, recycling or trash bins. Mm -hmm. And they're learning from each other. So if one does it, other ones do it. And then there's all these regions in Australia that's actually all these cockatoos are learning how to open these bo uh, these boxes to actually get food. So, And the way that they do it is, uh, okay, well, here's a video. Um, this cockatoo flies right on the bin. Yeah. Opens it with the beak, goes on the left side. Yeah. And uses its foot to kind of maneuver to open it up. Hard to believe that they are that strong. Because I've lived, you, you felt the weight of that lid before. Mm -hmm. The weight of that lid has to be about the same as the weight of the bird. It has to be solid too, because you don't want animals like wrecking it. Let's see. Okay. Lift the front. Lift the front. Hmm. Struggle on that. Lift yes. the front here. Okay, get it to that point, walk back, and use the leverage. Genius. Well done, cockatoo. So one cockatoo decided to use the left side. Another decided to use the right side. And it's they're all kind of learning from each other. What's the most efficient way of doing it? Mm -hmm. And somehow the best method is to go on, I, I guess, the first, uh, the first technique was to go on the left side, use the beak, and then shift. And there have been so many other variants of doing it. Some some cockatoos use uh, one leg to like shift over. The other one kind of opens it up. And they just kind of find this, they fine tune their own technique. Geographically localized variants arise in the cockatoo community. So if one influential cockatoo in one region is doing it a certain way, then the others that are there, they adopt that variant. Uh -huh. And then in another community where they figured out the same thing, mm -hmm. but but you utilize a different technique, 
then that variant becomes the popular one in that region. Yeah. And all it takes is just one cockatoo. You know what is striking to me here is how the cockatoo, which I would have previously perceived it as a kind of uh, like a, a people have them as pets, right? Uh-huh. My perception of it is that it's like in a jungle somewhere or something. So to see it in a garbage bin, like a seagull, like how we have seagulls. Yeah. It's kind of strange, isn't it? It's very tropical in a way. So this like is in Australia belongs. over here? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they're. I mean, you got to have some some intelligence going on to achieve something like this. All of a sudden, people now got to lock their bins, and you can see, you can see that's what they're doing. This uh -huh. one, ha this one have a lock on it. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to the goes to the one that doesn't have the lock. Yeah. Oh, those little cockatoos. <laughs> they're. Uh, yeah, I, I was just really surprised looking at this video that they're able to just nature finding its way. No matter what. As this video shows, cockatoos also have to stay on the learning curve to cope with the wild cards that people deal them, like locked garbages. Uh-huh. Somehow they'll find a way. Stay on the learning curve, Will. Yeah. It'll let you cope with all the wild cards. Mm-hmm.